Yes, Lord. And ever. And ever. Blessings and glory, blessings and glory, blessings and glory, and honor, and honor, lay on, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for Him blessing us this morning. This is a new day, y'all. This is a new day, a new morning. Let's say it again, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, blessings and glory and honor and dominion and power unto our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing me. Yes, Lord. All right, we'll get to fresh wind one more time, one more time, one more time. Monday morning, y'all. We are grateful to God. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing me. We appreciate our Lord, our Savior, our King for who he is. And we're so thankful for our God. He is that God, the great God, the chief. I'd say he's he's the center of my joy. And as we begin to worship him and understand that, and as we begin to grow in the Lord, you'll see that he's the center of of your joy. Welcome to Sound Gospel Radio. Welcome to a fresh run, fresh wind. Excuse me. It is Monday morning. I hope I didn't scare nobody away with uh, my singing. Lord Jesus, I can do better. I got to call Dr. Hughes. I need to get back into some vocal training. My God. But listen, my Bible says make a joyful noise unto the Lord. <laughs> 
And I thank him this morning, y'all. Listen, thank y'all for tuning in. We had a great time yesterday. If you missed it, check out our Facebook or our YouTube or our Twitter. We are celebrating one month. Somebody say one month. Yeah, I'm going. So we celebrate one month. We are celebrating one month at Sound Gospel Radio. We have our T-shirts, y'all, that are here. And we have so many other things we want to do. So many other programs we're going to share. Hallelujah. And I, my wife, thank God for my wife who calmed me down. Because I get so excited. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. Pace yourself, Nathan. Thank God for my executive board that, that uh, calms me down and keep me at pace. Because there's so many things that we want to share. And so many things of ideas I have had for years. Hallelujah. And to see these things come to pass, y'all. I want to share that with y'all real quick before we get into fresh wind. If you have ideas that God has given you and you have presented them to whether leadership or to different people, and you got sat down and shut up, be not dismayed. Don't be discouraged. Continue to serve. Listen, I served in my home church for 31 years. Hallelujah. I didn't always get a yes. And I'm not saying that, that they were the issue. I didn't always get a yes in everything. I realized that certain things that God gave me was not meant to happen there. And hallelujah. Amen. I, I gave, I remember I gave a proposal many years ago of trying to do like a radio station type of thing at my home church. It was over their heads and it had nothing to do with that ministry. It was just not that time, even in that area. Hallelujah. Where I lived, it was an idea the Lord gave me. Many times the Lord's going to give you an idea and it's not going to be that time. Hallelujah. I remember I gave, I had that idea back in like 2011 and it was just, it was far-fetched because internet radio wasn't, you know, it was popular, but not as popular. And it was just so much going on. And I share that on purpose because you, and this, Hey, maybe this will be fresh wind today and I'll get into the rest of fresh wind tomorrow. But if you ever got on a plane, if you ever got on a plane, there's many times when you're in a plane, there's other planes that are taking off. But many times our plane, I've been on a plane many times and my plane had to wait in line. So it was our turn. It was our time, excuse me, but it was not our turn. It was our time for us to take off and, and go uh, to wherever the destination was, but it wasn't our turn to take off. So we had to wait. Listen here, somebody. We had to wait. We had to wait. And so while you're waiting, while you're in ministry, like I said, I served at my home church. I was born in that ministry. I served it for 31 years and I served with a grateful heart and I left empty. Y'all hear me? I didn't leave with turmoil. I didn't leave with mess. I didn't leave in, in stress. I left empty. I gave everything I had to my home church and I left empty. But like I said, I had some ideas that I'm realizing now it just wasn't the time. It wasn't an effect that the ministry wasn't going to accept it. It just wasn't time for that because again, internet radio in that area where I lived was not ready to be received. Hallelujah. The pandemic has pushed many of our small towns and small areas into places that we never have received before, never would have thought before. So I encourage y'all today. The Lord is giving you ideas. Don't be discouraged. The Lord is giving you some ideas. Don't be dismayed. It may be your time, but it may not be your turn. Hold on and serve. See, many times we get weary and well-doing. We get frustrated and then we start getting upset and mad. No, 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 no. I stayed and I served. There were some ideas that I was told no. 
And it was no because what I was trying to do may not have fit that ministry. And, and when you have a servant's heart, you understand that. You don't go away mad. And one thing my, my founding pastor, I don't call him my former pastor. One thing my founding pastor would say, he said, now, Nathan, every time I told you no, you find a way that I eventually say yes. See, don't you get discouraged. See, there was times where I said, Bishop, I want to do this. Oh, no. And because, again, it just didn't fit that ministry. Y'all need to understand that. Don't walk around. All, we walk around and I feel it. They're going to sit me down. Everything is not for every ministry. Everything is not for every church. So some of the ideas I had would, did not fit the ministry. And I understood that. So guess what? I found other ways. I said, okay, we can't do this. Okay, Bishop, can we do this? No. All right, I came back again. Bishop, let's try this. Finally got a yes. And he even recognized that. He said, you know, you, you, you're persistent and you will eventually find a yes because I had a servant's heart. I understood the leaders. I understood the people that I sat under, the ministry that I was with. Hallelujah. And when I transitioned, because I got married, moved to a different location. Some people said, oh, he only left because his wife and uh, didn't want to leave her church. No, it was just time for me to transition. But I left empty. I say that again. I left empty. Hallelujah. That felt like a fresh win. My God. But I will share. I will share. I got uh, nine minutes left. I did all that in nine minutes. Look at God. Usually I'll be running out of time. I'll be running out of time. All right. I got about nine minutes left. A little bit less than that. It's seven. Well, I gave, I hit the button at the wrong time. I see now. I should have hit the button at 7 a.m. And I didn't. So my timer told me I got nine minutes left. But let's go into the word of God. Second Corinthians chapter six. And again, this is fresh wind. So we, those that are new that are listening, uh, I appreciate you all that are tuned in. If you're new listening, this ain't no Greek and Hebrew today. I ain't got no Greek and Hebrew. I'm just giving you a simplistic word from the Lord. Someone said something yesterday uh, during our one month anniversary. Again, you can tune that on Facebook and YouTube and all that. But someone said something that, that stood out to me. And they said, we need to stand out. And I was like, oh. Oh, I remember I had some old notes. I had some old notes and I went through these old notes talking about standing out. So let's see what we can do in these eight minutes. All right. Second Corinthians chapter six. And I want to look at verse 11. Second Corinthians chapter six. I want to look at verse 11. Verse 11. Come on here. Microphone. Microphone loves to act up when I hit by mistake. Okay. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse 11. He says, we have spoken freely to you, and this is Paul, right into the church at Corinth. And I'm going to tell you all real quick, I can give a quick back history. Paul, Paul had to talk to them because he even says in another translation, old Corinthians, and Paul had to address the readers by name. And he had to do this only on two occasions. But when he did it, he wanted to express his strong emotions. The church at Corinth, y'all, they were bugging. I'm telling you, you thought that we were bad in 2022? Nah, church, the Greek Corinthians, them, them, oh, that's my station, right? Yeah, them jokers were something else. They were a mess. And so Paul had to deal with so many things in the church at Corinth. So he said, we have spoken freely to you, Corinthians, and have opened our hearts wide to you in verse 12 of chapter 6 and this is in 2nd Corinthians he said we are not withholding our affection from you but you are withholding yours from us he said as a fair exchange I speak to you as my children he said open wide your hearts 
also. He said, I speak to you as my children. He said, open wide your hearts. Guess why? Because Paul had been open with the Corinthians and he asked them, be open with me. Verse 14 says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. Another translation says, be not unequally yoked, hallelujah, together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has unrighteousness with righteousness? Excuse me. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? Huh? And what communion has light with darkness? I read it again. He said, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Y'all tell me. You somebody find that. Because I don't see any, com any commonality there. What or what fellowship? can light have with darkness light and darkness do not mix what harmony is there between christ and belial what 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 what, what harmony is there and the term belial or, or belial uh, is for satan that term only occurs here in the new testament and it refers to one who is vile and wicked and causes destruction he said what harmony is there between christ and satan the wicked one or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever what agreement is there between the temple of god and idols huh what, what agreement he said for we are the temple of the living god we are the temple of the living god and god said he said in, in uh, verse 16 he said what agreement have the temple of god with idols for ye are for you are the temple of the living god and god has said i will dwell in them and i will walk in them and i will be their god and they shall be my people he said what look at this light light and darkness don't mix what, what, what do y'all have in common? What does righteousness and unrighteousness have in common? And what does Christ and Satan have in common? And what does the temple and idols have in common? But he said, you are the temple of the living God. Hallelujah. You are the temple of the living God. And he said, I will live with you. I will walk among you. I will be your God and you shall be my people. So therefore... Because of all of that, therefore, come out from among them, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord God Almighty. The Corinthians were shutting Paul out of their hearts. Paul was teaching them the ways of Jesus Christ. Paul was writing them letters, telling them how to work, how to do, how to conduct themselves. And guess what? When he wrote the letters in 1 Corinthians, they started getting it together. Because you read in 1 Corinthians, they were bugging. Now we get to 2 Corinthians. Paul felt something. He said, okay, you know, I saw, if you read in the, the, the chapters of 1 Corinthians, excuse me, you start to read 2 Corinthians. Paul was like, thank y'all because y'all actually started listening to me. And y'all see that when you listen to me by the authority of Jesus Christ, things start to get better. 
But now we see here in 2 Corinthians, he had to write another letter to the Corinthian church because they were shutting Paul out of their hearts and developing a dangerous affection for false apostles. I shared this with my church on last Sunday, how there were a lot of false teachers and false preachers, especially back in that day, to keep people away from the true word of God. We still have it this day. We have people that are preaching out of this Bible, but they're preaching out of it out of the wrong context. They're taking it out of context. They're adding their own, their own doctrine and teaching to it. But guess what? He told us in the word, come out from among them and be ye separate. Saith the Lord, it's time for us to stand out. It's time for us to stand out. And I know we're living in the last days. I know. Crime is increasing. Society is, is changing. Rules are breaking. Pressure is rising. The challenges of life are beginning. But the good thing is, I, one thing I love about good and bad is, I want y'all to understand, however bad it is, that's how good it is. Let me tell y'all, when you think the power of Satan is rising, the power of God is stronger and higher than the power of Satan. So while crime is increasing and society is changing and rules are breaking and pressure is rising and challenges of life are beginning, guess what else is happening? God's power is increasing. The church is changing for the good. The spirit of bondage is breaking. Revival is rising. Greater life is beginning. I'll go over it again. While crime is increasing, God's power is is increasing. While society is changing, the church is changing for the good. While rules are breaking, hallelujah, the spirit of bondage is breaking. While pressure is rising, revival is rising. While the challenges of life is beginning, greater life is beginning. So we realize that the worse that the world becomes, the more intense God's power becomes. We realize the worse that the world becomes, the more intense God's power becomes. And in these last days, the definition of the word holiness has become a questionable word because the spirit of compromise is running heavy in the last days. Compromise, meaning that you add or change or blend things together that don't normally mix. Let me say this to you. If I was making a cake, if I was making a cake, huh? And, and, and I use flour, but and they, no, excuse me. They say to use flour, but I use baking soda instead of flour. I, I don't know how it's going to taste. Instead of eggs, I use egg powder. Or, 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 or instead of putting it in the oven, I put it in the microwave, y'all. I don't think that cake is going to taste too well. Or those brownies are going to taste too well because I did not use the exact information, listen here, or the exact instructions that was provided. In these last days, it seems like God's word, God's information, God's instruction is being compromised. The same way that person compromised those ingredients for that brownie or that cake is the same way God's word is being compromised. That the, when she was baking that cake, they said, follow these specific instructions and you will have a delicious cake. And God is telling us in his word, follow my 
by specific instructions. You will have health. You will have wealth. You will have newness of life. You will be wealthy. You will be happy. You will be free. But we have compromised the word of God. I've seen it with my own eyes. You have people that will tell you, it don't take all of that. You don't need the Holy Ghost. You don't need to live holy. You don't need to fast and pray. You can get drunk as much as you want. You can cuss folk out anytime you feel because God understands your heart. I'm so sick and tired of that. Because here's my thing. Why would God, and I'm going to close this thing out and try to stretch this thing out this week. But why would God tell me in his word that things are going to happen in the last days and I'm seeing these things come to pass. And then he gives me instructions for how to live and conduct myself so that I can be connected with him just for people to say it doesn't take all that. I'm sorry, y'all. You can be by yourself, but I'm going to stand out because. I believe that it takes all of that and more. I need God's ingredients. I need the information, which is the word of God to be enlightened inside of me. So that can be a change. I'm going to stop right there. Oh, I got so much more. We're going to share this week. Join me the rest of this week. Y'all 7 a.m. for a fresh wind. I have so, oh, 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 I got so much I'm going to share this week because we need to stand out. We've been hiding too long now. We done hid behind social media and Facebook and all that long enough. Time to stand out. Time to come out. Even if you still got to wear your mask, that's fine. But stand out and be what God has called you to be. Be that teacher. Be that preacher. Be that evangelist. Be what God has called you to be. It is time to stand out. Be what God has called you to be. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. I hear the Lord saying now, don't be afraid of their faces. Don't be afraid. Be not dismayed. God bless you. Gotta go. Have a happy Monday. Be blessed this day. Stand out. Come out from among them. Be separate. We're going to dive deeper into this word this week, but enjoy some great gospel music here at Sound Gospel Radio. We appreciate you. We thank God for you. God bless you. May his face shine upon you. Blessings in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.